Dagis, how did your vision of a Greek language television channel in the UK come to fruition? It became a reality when I went to work for British Telecom. I was a satellite uh, engineer designing satellites at British Aerospace. So one of the first things that I did was to come into terms with cable TV. And suddenly I realized that the capacity of that uh, system, the new technology, was to take at that time 50 analog channels. At that time, we only had three channels in England. It was BBC One, BBC Two, and ITV. Channel 4 hasn't even started yet. So suddenly, to have the capability of having 50 channels, I thought, hey, wait a minute. What are they going to do with content? How are they going to fill 50 channels? So suddenly, it sort of dawned on me that we could have a Greek language television channel. It took about eight years before uh, there were eight years of so toing and froing and whatever, you know. And um, of course in those ideas, I was working closely with the people who were uh, doing cable TV. The BBC were not allowed to finance it. It had to be self-financed. The government decided that the area where parliament was and whatever had to be the showcase of the country. So they, after licensing the Westminster TV, of course there were no Greeks in Westminster TV, we were not interested. But the next thing, number two, was Campton. That was traditionally the original uh, home of a lot of immigrants from Cyprus. Over the years they moved to Haringey and Enfield. And, uh, so we started with, with uh, Cable Camden, and the first uh, broadcast was on the 10th of December, 1990, and we had 13 homes connected on day number one. How did the evolution of technology alter the channel's broadcasting capabilities? From 1990, for about 10 years, uh, cable TV was growing and growing and growing. And by 2000, we had uh, more than uh, ooh, seven, 8,000 people connected. So it was, for us, we were happy with it. We didn't want anything else. But then the big shock came when we went from analog TV to digital TV. The cable TV sort of evolved as well in parallel. And we were, we were getting stronger and stronger, getting more and more people as they were connecting more and more homes. We were about 7% of the subscribers at one time. So finally, around about 2016, we, uh, we ended up with the Roku box, which we use now, we use today. And then we st started adding channels. Uh, by then we had two channels, the Hellenic TV one and the Hellenic TV two. Our program was originally three hours a day. We all know that content is king. Let's talk about your programs and what makes them both relevant and engaging. The program content uh, is unique because it's centered around the community in London, basically. Sometimes we go all the way to Birmingham, but it's, it's a way to travel, you know. Uh, we cover one or two events outside London, but mostly it's the events in London. There is, uh, I think, 24 Greek Cypriot teams in London, and they have two divisions, first division and second division. We're going to cover them, and they, in the All England one, for two years running, one of the Cypriot teams went to the final. 
we have documentaries, we have programs that are specially for us, for example, Yalego Carriera. All our program is in Greek. We're trying to maintain the Greek language. That was one of the objects of having a Greek language TV channel. We have theaters produced ourselves, Vasilis Panagiou. Our studios are in North London, Wood Green. We've been there for ever since we started, really. What has been the most inspirational moment in your life? The start of Hellenic TV was uh, a year earlier we had the radio, which was I was part of the team. But I had to leave the radio when TV started. There is a law in England which uh, does not allow you to be have a controlling interest, they say, in TV and radio and newspaper. You have to choose one of the three. When you set out to do your job, you don't think you're going to make history. You just you don't realize it when you're doing it. You know, you just say, oh, this is, this is a job for which I'm paid to, I have to do it, I have to, you know, do the best I can. I, you know, I'm a professional. And, uh, and that's, that's what it is, you know, you just do your job and when everybody does their job, the thing works. Sometimes you feel the call, you know, you have to do it, you know, you feel that is your destiny. But uh, while you set off, you know, you set off for your first job, you don't know that you're going to be so successful. You just carry on going and eventually it happens.